welcome to the Dildorks, dorky discourse on sex, dating, and masturbating. My name is Kate Sloan. I'm a sex journalist and blogger. I know a lot of things about spanking and mental health. And a lot of other things, too. But those are relevant to our discussion today, so that's why I mentioned them. Oh, it's the morning. It's very early in the morning. My brain is not awake yet. Who are you? I am Bex. I am a sex educator and blogger. I have a lot of feelings about spanking, and it is also the morning, and I am also tired. It is just, it is too much the morning. It, I it is over much a morning right now. So for perspective, uh, I rolled over and turned my computer on right now. I have not <laughs> moved out of bed yet. <laughs> I was slightly more organized. I set my alarm for 20 minutes before we were supposed to record, and I went and got some tea and ate a banana so that I would be nourished and my brain would have energy to expend on this discussion, because it's very important to me that we talk good about spanking today. Yeah. (laughs) See, I moved this week, and I have not unpacked food things yet, so I don't know where my tea is. (laughs) I'm sorry. I wish I could send you some. And have it arrive there instantly. That's okay. I am compensating by eating an excessive amount of rainbow bagels from the bagel place around the block. What the fuck? Why are they rainbow? I don't know, but isn't it the best? They're tie-dye. Wow. Fucking tie-dye bagels? That's like the most New York thing I've ever heard. I I love it. I know. I'm so happy I live here. (laughs) Okay, so today we're talking about spanking. It's a subject that has impacted both of our lives. <laughs> I'm probably going to make about 800 impact jokes in this episode because it's the morning and my pun brain hasn't fully turned on yet. <laughs> um, but so you love spanking so much that you once requested to have a spanking birthday party. I think that we've talked about that on the show before, but do you want to tell folks a little bit about birthday bruises? Yes. So it started as like, so I planned to go to Toronto to see you guys for my birthday because that's where Kate is. And I also have a lot of other friends up there. Um, and then I was like, I should throw a birthday party. And I was like, what if I was like, Kate should also give me a birthday spanking. What if everyone gave me a birthday spanking? What if it had a hashtag and was live streamed? So the most fun. Yeah. So the idea was uh, we all got together. Everyone that came to the party, I turned 25, so they got to hit me 25 times. We had a whole table laid out of different implements that people could hit me with. And I had invited all my friends, which didn't mean I had invited all tops. It meant (laughs) I had invited some spanking tops, some spanking bottoms, uh, some people who had just never spanked someone before, And two very vanilla boys. (laughs) They were so cute. They gave it their best shot, as I recall. They were. (laughs) There was one point where one of them pointed out that, like, every time I got hit with a really hard blow, like, half the room, most of the room was just like, ooh, you know, or completely ignored it. And those two boys (laughs) winced every time. They were just like, ha, oh, is that, are you okay? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that's the point. It was so sweet, though. Yeah. Do you want to tell the story? Sorry, the story of what? One of the first times 
uh, one of the, those boys hit you? Oh, I mean, I was going to get into it later, but I can get into it now. I'm, I'm always happy to tell stories about this boy. Um, <laughs> so teaching someone to spank you is really funny if they, particularly if they're vanilla. I would say like some kinksters who are just beginners to kink are also kind of inept with learning to spank, but I feel like they have a bit more of an intuitive sense for like why it would feel good and why it would be fun. Mm-hmm. But so I was trying to teach this vanilla boy to spank me. And I was using the 1 to 10 scale, which is a thing that I use a lot when I'm teaching people to spank me, where I'll just be like, I'll rate their most recent hit out of 10, and then I'll tell them where I want to be. So he was spanking me for a little while, and he asked me how hard he was hitting me, and I said, I think it was like a 3 or a 4. And he looked absolutely shocked, like his jaw dropped and his eyes bugged out, and he was like, I've never hit anyone this hard in my life. And I was like, lol, bro, that's a three. Like, you gotta work harder. I want to be at an eight right now. Um, But the thing about him is that he has a little bit of uh, acting background. And I knew that about him. So at a certain point, he was like, what am I doing wrong? What do you want me to do differently? And I was like, I feel like you're not committing to the role. And I really want you to sell it more. Like, just act harder. Um, So at that point, he goes how do you feel about having your hair pulled? And I was like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yes, you can pull my hair. So he's like pulling my hair and like really getting into the role and hitting me quite a bit harder. Still probably not as hard as I would have liked, but you know, one step at a time. Yeah. Teaching vanilla people I... to spank you is a laugh and a half. <laughs> yeah. I remember at one point during my party, I forget who it was, but one of the people who had never spanked before, not one of the vanilla boys, one of the other people, um, hit me and was like, okay, what's that one? And I was like, does this scale have negative numbers? <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely Sue's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she had never spanked anyone before. It was adorable. <laughs> so we're on the topic of topping. what a great phrase um you're more so into bottoming than topping yes tell me about that so i am a terrible impact top because (laughs) i like i understand how hard i can be hit but i kind of turn into your vanilla boy every time i top (laughs) and i'm just like Oh god, did I hit you too hard? Is that one okay? Ha! Ah, how do I do? What do I? And I just feel really nervous that I'm like not hitting people the right way. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever I do experiment with my toppiness, it's more like psychological stuff, and I can be mean and bossy and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not great at that either, but I'm better at it. But I I cannot impact play top. It's not. <laughs> It's not one of my strong suits. That's interesting. Because, like, for me, I I really like both bottoming and topping, and it's a very rare thing for me because usually I'm more on the subby side. There are a few acts that I like to do from a top perspective and not as much from a bottom perspective. Like, I I enjoy face-sitting, and that's probably not a thing I would want to receive, even from folks with dicks. Um, But spanking for some reason... <laughs> I mean, Sorry, yeah, carry that's on. I have I have feelings about having my hair cut off and so do I. And, and well, okay, I have bad feelings about those things. <laughs> um, but like spanking is the rare thing where I actually I probably equally enjoy it 
from either side and it really just depends on what kind of day I'm having and what kind of mood I'm in and I heard this thing um we both love Tina Horn the sex Mm -hmm. educator and writer and former porn star I don't know if she's still doing porn but um she's a spanking kingster and she said this thing on her um episode of her podcast why are people into that about spanking um where she said that sometimes she just craves the act of spanking and it doesn't really matter whether she's getting hit or doing the hitting, she's just kind of craving that particular interaction. And when she said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that is exactly how I feel too. Because I don't know, there is something about it that like, even when I'm topping, I can sort of feel psychologically the impacts as if they're hitting me. Mm-hmm. Probably not as much as when they're actually hitting me, because I've definitely like gone overboard a few times and had people tell me like, maybe dial it back a little bit. But um, there is something there that like, is satisfying for me whether I'm topping or bottoming. I'm a fan. And you've um, spanked me quite yeah, a spanking few times. Is like spanking has been kind of like a formative thing in our friendship actually. Cuz like I think one of maybe like the second or third time that we ever hung out was at that sexual health expo in New York last September and I ha- oh, I yeah. bought my um Tantus pelt paddle which is like a silicone paddle that's still one of my favorites and we you and me and our friend penny tried it all on each other like live streamed over the internet yeah Uh, did i was i hitting you i don't remember the configuration of that evening yeah you hit me a bunch and i don't it wasn't penny there it was reenie no that was that was penny in september reenie was in december oh that's right yeah um I'm I was going to say, I can't imagine Rini hitting any... Rini's this tiny little, like, yeah. pixie of a person. I can't imagine her hitting anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, that was a different live stream. The, yeah, that's right. We did kind of all pass it around in September. I totally forgot that even happened. Um, yeah. I feel like for me, I don't know about you, but like for me, I was not that big into spanking at that time. So I think for me, it didn't stick in my head as like a sexual act. Because it wasn't. It was, like, goofy platonic spanking. But, like, I just was like, I was, like, more abstractly into spanking. I remember when I got that paddle, I sent a photo of it to a Domley guy who I was seeing at the time. This was good dick garbage human. Yeah. Um, and I texted him a photo of it, and I was like, I'm excited to get back to Toronto so you can use this on me. And he didn't understand at first, just from looking at the photo, what it was. So he was like oh, I mean, show me what to do and I'll try my best. And we talked back and forth a little bit and eventually realized that he thought it was some kind of insertable of some kind. And I was like, oh, no, it's it's definitely a paddle. Like, I was quite surprised that he yeah. seemed to not know how to use a paddle. And he was like, oh, okay, gotcha. I know how to use one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. That I can yeah. do. <laughs> but so, yeah. like, backing up a bit, how like how did you get into spanking? I don't actually know this story. I don't think we've ever talked about our spanking origins. Oh gee, I don't know. Really. <laughs> um just materialized fully formed in your sex brain? Yeah, I mean I think for me um it, coming into kinks as a whole was a thing that like I was like I knew I was into the idea of being hit, um, and of, like, because what I like about it is the idea of enduring something, Mm -hmm. um, 
and seeing how much I can take and pushing my limits and all of that. Uh, and for me, I think it was coming into my kinks and I was like, so here's the thing. <laughs> I want to be hit, but I don't want to be punished. Is that allowed? Is that, <laughs> can wow. I do it that way? That's a really interesting distinction. Yeah. Because I feel that too. Like for me, I don't know that I've ever received a spanking that was explicitly meant to be a punishment, except, you know, when I was a kid and it was non-consensual. But um, yeah, usually for me, it's it's like almost like a reward. Like it's something that a dom is doing because they know I like it. And in scene, that's also the justification for it is that I like it and I want it. Yeah. Like, for me, um, I I don't get off on it being a punishment. I do like it um, from, like, I, I can like it from, like, the, you know, you're such a little slut, don't you love this kind of mm-hmm. angle. Yeah. Um, but what I really like is the, um, you know, like, my top just likes to watch me in pain. And, like, I need you to take a few more for your sir or whatever kind of um, thing where it's, like, I would get rewarded after taking X amount of impact or just um, the person hitting me is impressed by how much I'm taking and also I'm doing it for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's that's part of why I don't love to be spanked by vanilla folks. Like, I think oftentimes when I, when I have sex with vanilla people, they're aware that I like spanking, and so they'll offer it as, like, they think that they're going to make me happy by offering me this thing, which is, like, a really lovely offer. But the thing is that, like, for me, a lot of, like, what you're saying, like, a lot of my enjoyment of it comes from the idea that, like, my top wants it and wants to see how far they can push me and is getting something out of it because like it's almost like a service thing like what you're saying like it's um like it's how good can I be for you and if it's just a vanilla person being like they're gonna hit me as many times as I want them to that's I don't know that's not as much fun for me because what I want is to be hit maybe a little bit more than I want to because kind of the point is to be pushed out of my comfort zone yeah I had uh so I was on tinder the other day (laughs) Mm-hmm. And no good story ever starts that way. Um, oh, and that's I had, so true. <laughs> uh, I found one of those profiles with a bunch of stock pictures of, in black and white of men in suits. Um, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> one of those where, like, uh, and, like, the copy in it is, like, I have found that I have certain proclivities and, like, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Bullshit. I have unconventional desires. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I recently discovered that this is a thing that I need. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to be awful. I'm going to swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because, um, I don't know, part of me was like, maybe, maybe they're actually decent. Probably not. I More... don't think anyone who's actually decent is using fake pictures on Tinder. Yeah. More interestingly, this might be an amusing, entertaining conversation because I'm on Tinder because I'm bored. Right. Um, so I did it, and, like, 
at one point I was like, uh, so how's Tinder going for you having a kink specific profile? Cause I haven't found Tinder to be a particularly kinky place. Um, nope. I've seen a ton of kink specific profiles on OKC and I actually have a friend who was super successful for one and she got better quality responses on her sexy kink profile than she did on her regular one and like hmm. more people that she was willing to date which I thought was really interesting yeah um, so I was like but this isn't really a tradition I've seen much on tinder um even though it almost seems like the platform is better suited for it yeah how how's it going for you and he was like well tch, you're a girl people will just do whatever you want anyway and I was like, well, first of all, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> but second... Every part of that sentence is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, first of all, no, I'm not. Spoilers, you're a little bit gay. Second of all, <laughs> um, like, that's not what I want. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, you just tell someone to hit you and they'll hit you. And I was like, mm. well, no. My job is to be a sex educator and a kink educator. I don't also want to do that while I'm naked most of the time. And <laughs> yeah. someone doing it because I told them to defeats the whole point of them doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He never answered me again, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing. My Tinder profile... Um... In part of it, there's, like, a paragraph that's just, like, a list of things that I like. It's everything from, like, musicals and puns to podcasts that I listen to and shows I like. And one of the things kind of in the middle there is consensual spankings. Because I always kind of figured, like, you want to have a little hint of kink? Just, like, a little bit to kind of filter out the people who are going to be terrified by that because I don't really want to waste time talking to them. But, um... But just a little bit. I thought it would be good. And the thing about it, though, is that boys on Tinder just have no tact or social sense for the most part. So my favorite thing is that I'll get all these messages from what appears to be really inept vanilla dudes whose interest is piqued by this. And I guess they think that because I mentioned spanking, I must be fun or wild in the sack or I don't even know what they think, but... It's weird. And it brings me to something that I wanted to ask you about, actually, because, like, I feel like spanking is often thought of as, like, a gateway kink or, like, a a, uh, a vanilla person's kink or, like, a beginner kink. Um, but, you know, obviously for a lot of people, including us, it can be, like, a full-fledged kink, even if you know a lot of stuff about kink and are not a, a beginner to that world. So, like, what do you think about that? Is spanking a gateway kink? Well... <sighs> First, because I have a lot of thoughts on that. First, I want to touch on the fact that uh, the way you talked about having your, like, kinky hints in your Tinder profile. Because mm-hmm. one thing I've done is, I mean, I always wear my collar. So my collar is on in my Tinder pictures. <laughs> um, but also, there's one picture where in the background, you have, there's my wall of uh, implements. Like, my <laughs> paddles and my crops and whatever. So, and, like, my flogger's there. So it's not, like, the pictures of my face, but, like, if you look in the background, you can see it. And it's kind of like, the people who know (laughs) will see that, and no one else will notice. (laughs) Which is kind of... It it has actually kind of been my experience, which is cool. (laughs) I love Um, that. 
And, like, the same thing goes with the collar. Like, people have looked at it and been like, oh, I love your choker. And I'm like, this is very clearly a leather (laughs) collar with a huge metal O-ring on it. Wait, do you remember... Do you remember when we were on our road trip and we went into, like, a diner yes. in Chicago somewhere for breakfast? And, like, okay, the the um, owner of the diner, her mother, was, like, just wandering around greeting all the patrons. And she it was, was, like, like this, this old lady. It was, like, this mom-and-pop down-home diner. It was so cute and the like, food was really good. It was it great. Was so good. But, like, this old lady comes over to us and she we're, we were both wearing our collars. And she was, like, complimenting our callers, and then she told us that, she's like, oh, you must be a fan of that girl on NCIS, the goth girl. <laughs> and we were both just like, uh, sure, yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that that was her only touchstone for, like, yeah. what callers could possibly mean. Do you know that girl's <laughs> based on Ducky Doolittle? I do, and that's amazing. I know. So it was indirectly a compliment. Yes. She didn't know that. <laughs> Because, I mean, she's cool, but, like, also I'm a fan of Ducky. Yeah. So. I can choose to take it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so my thoughts on, like, as a gateway kink. Um, I'm just, first of all, I'm picturing all these, like, old-timey signs, the way they talk, they, like, anti-marijuana propaganda <laughs> that's like, it is a gateway drug, except about spanking. Like, <laughs> just don't say try no. It. Just... <laughs> don't but let think... your friends pressure you into getting spanked, except <laughs> I totally pressure you into getting spanked. No, no you're, you're consensually it. being pressured. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think... I think it gets labeled that way because you don't need anything to do it except your hands, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think when people talk about it as, like, a gateway kink, they're kind of talking about, like, you know, doggy-style fucking where someone slaps your ass once or twice, and it's like, yeah. ooh, kinky. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I think, well, I mean, that's cool. Uh, I know you don't really like that, right? You prefer... Yeah, I mean, that was actually going to be my fuck that, but maybe I'll... Okay. Should I go on that rant later? <laughs> we'll save that rant for later, because I don't want okay. you to have to come up with another one. Also, I completely <laughs> forgot we even do that segment, so allow me to uh, start brainstorming. You forget every week. It's okay. <laughs> every <I'm> week. <laughs> every week. I'm like, oh shit, I have to have opinions. At some point, I will take a bathroom break, and that's when you will come up with your fuck that and fuck yeah. Excellent. I really like that we've fallen into a familiar rhythm with this podcast. Yes, it's good. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> um, but uh, I think for us, spanking is a scene where like you either get pulled over someone's knee or, which I prefer more, bent over something in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You are spanked. That is what we are doing. Right. Um, so, like, I think that's kind of the difference. Um, and mm-hmm. also, like, I think when vanilla people are doing spanking as, like, their gateway spanking, it's, like, three or four really hard hits. Or, like... Yeah. Oh, um, can I tell that story? Yes, you can. <laughs> So another vanilla boy who I was banging one time, um, 
he's actually, I would say, even more vanilla than the aforementioned vanilla boy. He's extremely, extremely vanilla. Yeah. Um, also very kind of subby when he does delve into kink, even a little bit. So not really my ideal spanking top. But he was being very accommodating. He knew that I was into yeah, spanking. about one thing. <laughs> about that one thing only. Um, and I think we were, like, making out or doing some sex things and I said to him would you hit me and put his hand on my ass and he hit me once very hard and then never again (laughs) (laughs) and I was just I was like waiting for it I was like um you done like is that is that it like (laughs) but it was so funny because it was like he really split split it down the middle in the sense that it was only one time but it was so hard it was like it was (laughs) upper limits of what I can handle, but only once. It was very weird. I hit you. I didn't I know what to make of my that. qualifications. I did hit you. <laughs> I did the thing. <laughs> it is it's done true. now. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be fair, it was on me to ask for more if I wanted more. But um, his reticence just kind of <laughs> like deflated my boner. So I was yeah. like... Mm. I I think I'm good not getting spanked. It's like, okay, never mind. (laughs) But, like, about it being a gateway, I do actually feel like, for me, it was a gateway. But, I mean, I feel like that phrase has negative connotations and seems to indicate that, uh, well, I don't know what it indicates, but, like, for me... It's going to lure you into the darkness. Yeah, like, I think that my issue with it is that it implies that if I hadn't stumbled upon spanking that I wouldn't be a kinkster today. Mm. Like, I just happened to sort of wander into the dark maw of spanking and it led me down a road into kinkdom, which is not how I conceptualize it at all. Like, I think I would have been kinky no matter what and, like, whatever the first thing was that I got into in that world would have been my gateway. But it happened to be spanking because I was reviewing some, like, impact play toys um, for my blog at the time that I was with my ex who I was with for three and a half years. And like, he was pretty vanilla. Um, but we would try impact play stuff on each other as part of a reviewing process. And I remember like, what made you request them? Um, I think that I just had like a, a curiosity about it. And like, at that point I had reviewed a lot of different types of toys and probably hadn't gotten around to reviewing that actually the first thing that i was ever sent to review ever was a book of spanking erotica which makes me think that i i must have had an interest in it for a long time i just don't really remember that far back i guess but yeah but i definitely got this sense when i was trying it with my like very vanilla boyfriend that like i could like this thing if we really got into it and like got good at it and got serious about it but i just got the sense that he didn't really feel that way about it. So I never really delved into it that deeply with him. But um, I later had a couple of really domly, kinky fuck buddies um, about a year and a half after I broke up with my boyfriend. And they were both like really into being sadistic and really into hitting subs. And they enjoyed it for its own sake. And I think it really took me meeting that type of kinkster to, to finally get why I like spanking because mm-hmm. um, previously I would always like stop partners as soon as it started to hurt like at all I would be like that's too much I, I don't want to feel that and then with these Domly Kingsters I kind of learned that if you lean into the pain like at first it's rough and then you kind of get into that like endorphin headspace 
and it starts to feel really good and sometimes it can even like with the right person who knows what you like and the rhythms of your body it can start to like build up towards a feeling of like almost orgasm for me like it's like that rising wave of sensation or pressure or I don't really know how to describe it I'm getting a little bit incoherent talking about it because it's a good feeling (laughs) yeah see for me I get I do get kind of endorphiny, but for me that manifests into like when we were doing birthday bruises, I had to call it because when I got into that subspace, it was, um, part of it was I was hitting a point where like the hurt, the hits were hurting more than they were feeling good. But a mm-hmm. lot of it is I just get into like a really sleepy rel- not quite sleepy, but just relaxed, spacey headspace. Yeah. And, like, we turned off the camera, and I was like, I'm just gonna lay down now. And you were like, you're on the floor. And I was like, that's excellent. It's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys, like, brought me to the couch and fed me chocolate. And I was just like, okay, I live here now. Um, Subspace is, like, a a wonderful thing and also can be a very scary thing. mm -hmm. Because, like, I I do have to be in an environment like that party where it's like you know everybody and you trust everybody otherwise I just don't feel safe getting into subspace because like there was this one time uh, earlier this year where I was with my Dom Lee fuck buddy at the time who I am no longer seeing in large part because of this story um, and he was spanking me for like a good while so I really got into subspace and I was you know disoriented and emotionally volatile which sometimes happens to me in subspace I get very like bratty and little and he offhandedly made a kind of body shaming comment about my vagina and I think normally if I was in like a pretty stable regular everyday headspace I would have been able to take that I wouldn't have been happy about it but I would have been able to handle it but just because I was in subspace I like got very uncomfortable like completely lost any arousal that I had going on didn't want to talk to him or touch him or be near him so I was like fully in subspace and decided to put all my clothes on and leave which you're really not supposed to do like you really got to do aftercare it's kind of important but Mm -hmm. um I just did not want to be around him at that time and as it turned out like that that incident was just kind of a, a red flag for deeper tendencies that he had um but yeah, like, it's very scary to be in subspace and have shitty stuff happen to you. So it's it's nice to, to be in that space around people who are going to respect it and, like, treat you the way you need to be treated when you're in subspace, which is, like, very carefully and lovingly. Yeah, definitely. I need, like, all the cuddles and, like, mm-hmm. just to be able to just kind of... <sighs> Basically, I need attention and no expectation to return it, which... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like, basically just give me head scritches and cuddles, please. That's all I want. (laughs) So, let's let's talk a bit about, like, what makes a good spanking. Like, I don't... Sometimes it's hard to articulate because I find sometimes when I'm getting spanked, I'm just, like, face down in the bed and not really paying attention to my top's technique so much as, like, what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you could set up, like, your perfect spanking scene, what would that be like? I would need, um, 
a lot of uh, a lot of warm up because I think that's mm-hmm. another thing that people who are, aren't regularly spanking tops don't realize. Yeah, that like you start slow and work your way up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I need that because that allows me to take a lot more. Uh, and like varied hits. Like I, I once got spanked by someone who next to him had a bag of spanking implements and (laughs) what was cool is that it was also the first time I had played with this person so he would take one out show it to me tell me what it was called and then be describe the way it feels while he was hitting me with it and like (laughs) show me all the different things he could do with it which was really cool because it helped me with, like, the communication, and I liked the very different... It was like a guided tour through his toy bag, which was really cool. <laughs> that's that's so nerdy, and I love it. Right? Like, <laughs> it had me all, like, nerdy and excited, and also it felt really great and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and another really good thing about that spanking is that person was very enthusiastic and very clearly excited to be spanking me. Um, So important. And that's super important. And what rather, whether they spin it like, um, you know, I need to hit you more, like be a good girl and take more for me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Or they spin it like, you know, God, you look so good when I hit you in that Mm -hmm. kind of way and just showing their enthusiasm that way. I need some sort of, like, I definitely need dirty talk. I need that all the time for everything. Um, But (laughs) also, I need some sort of reassurance and enthusiasm that they are really enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's very easy, I think, as a spanking bottom to feel like what your top is doing is a chore for them. Yeah, because it is, like, a physically strenuous activity. Yeah, and they're not getting any physical sensation out of it. Right. Like, they're just giving a lot, and it can... The same way I can get insecurities around um, receiving oral is the same way I can get insecurities around receiving a spanking. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, in that... Are you you sure? Are you having fun? We can stop. Is this... (laughs) Is this good? Is it okay? You know? Yeah, it's. I never even thought about that with regards to spanking before, but, like, a lot of times when I'm just having regular old sex, um, if someone's, like, banging me with a toy or with their fingers, I'll get really nervous and stop a bunch of times and be like, are you tired? Like, do you want to stop? Like, I get very anxious about that, and I find if someone's spanking me and they are more, like, vanilla inclined and they do seem to be doing it for me, then I do tend to also do that. I'll be like, are you getting tired? Do you want to stop? Whereas, like, if they're a really good top who seems to be really into topping me, I can kind of just go into subspace. And at that point, I'm really not thinking about, you know, how much time has elapsed. It's sort of like being high or being drunk that, like, time stretches out. And I'm just not, I have no idea how much time is passing because I'm just, you know, in there feeling what I'm feeling. And so that for me is like a much better feeling than worrying about whether the person is getting tired. 
Yeah, and I think I think something that's interesting that I kind of always knew, but I'm learning more in this conversation too, is that like mm-hmm. spanking for you seems to be more about the act of spanking specifically than anything else, whereas me, it's more of an extension of my power exchange kink. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, I do like the physical sensation of spanking, but it's more about just all the psychological and power stuff that goes into it. Yeah, I mean, I th- like, obviously, power exchange is often a part of it for me, almost always. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I'm really seeking when I want a spanking is that feeling of, like, meditative calm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why, like, I wrote an article for The Establishment about how spanking affects my mental health, because I find it really helpful for anxiety and depression, I think in part because it gets me out of my head and into my body. It also induces all these endorphins and these sort of good feelings and these feelings of peace. Um, And if you've got all this like anxiety clanging around in your brain, having actual physical pain happen to you can be a way to like, it it gives your body like a concrete reason to be feeling all stressed out. Um, Mm -hmm. And then when the pain kind of, like, resolves and ends, then it feels like my anxiety can resolve and end when it otherwise wouldn't have been able to. So, like, I think that... Does it feel like a kind of a catharsis for you? Yeah, like, there are definitely times when, if I'm having, like, a stressful mental health day or week or whatever, and someone has spanked me, sometimes they might bring me to the point of crying. And it's not, I'm not really crying from the pain. I'm more just crying because I'm having an emotional catharsis of some kind. And the spanking pain is sort of like what brought it to the surface. Um, It actually reminds me a lot of what I've heard people say about self-harm. That um, it's a way of bringing an emotional sensation to the physical surface of your body. So you can see it and like experience evidence of it. But I think obviously like self-harm you know, is a coping mechanism for some people, but it's not the healthiest thing. And for me, I find that spanking and other acts of kink pain stuff are like more healthy alternatives because it's that same sense of catharsis, but like I'm with a person. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm safe, like if it's a person that I trust and who will take care of me. So like if I'm having a really bad depression night and and just need to like cry and be held, like I'm already with a person. So it's I think that it's a safer alternative. This is reminding me a lot of, like, the saddest spanking party, though. Remember that night? Oh, I forgot! (laughs) I think we need to talk about that night. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so... Oh, this was sad. So, it was, like, your last (laughs) night in Toronto, one of the times that you visited, and we went over to our friend Georgia's house. And Uh, and she made us pasta, because she always makes us pasta, and it's always so cheesy and delicious. Yeah. So there were, like, a bunch of people there, including someone that I had some sad feelings about, like, unrequited love feelings. So at one point, you and I stepped outside to talk privately, which now that I look back at it, it seems like a super weird thing to do. (laughs) People probably thought we were being weird out there. I don't know what they thought we were doing, but... um, I was drunk and started talking to you about how sad I was about this person who was there, and then I just started crying. And then I was like, all right, gotta rein it in, gotta go back in there. So I, like, stopped crying, and we went back inside. And then I just started crying again, like, in front of everybody, and I was really embarrassed, but I couldn't stop. It just, like, the floodgates were open. It was just a bad depression night. 
And Georgia, who is like, I was going to say one of the best spanking tops I know, but I don't, I mean, she, she hits hard. (laughs) If you like that, then she's one of the best. Um, But she was like, would it make you feel better to get spanked? And I was like, "Uh, I think it would. Well, uh, I happened to have my new Kink Machine Works Lexan paddle with me. So uh, she bent me over her sofa and spanked me a bunch with that while other friends like held my hand and whispered in my ear about what a good girl I was being, taking my spanking, etc. And it was this weirdly cathartic and lovely party. (laughs) Yeah. And well, the thing is, like, before that even happened, we were all sitting on the couch and like you were sad and we were trying to say comforting things to you and accidentally like said something that made Georgia sad and then like we were trying to comfort Georgia and like (laughs) we were accidentally making everyone really sad (laughs) and we all just wound up like having all of these feelings together and like Mm -hmm. it was really sad and also really great just to be surrounded by like other people and stuff Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Georgia spanked the hell out of you. I had amazing um, bruises that night. Yeah. And then I was also having some feels about some things that night. Mm-hmm. Um, also about a boy. I think, if I recall correctly, after I got spanked, I asked you if you wanted to get spanked. And I was topping you, but I was still kind of crying. And then Georgia's roommate came home. So she comes home to this scene of, like, you bent over the couch and me spanking you while crying. (laughs) I think that sounds about right, yeah. And it was like, only in our lives would this be a perfectly acceptable thing. And she just walked in and was just like, hey guys, and kept walking. (laughs) Like, did not even... was really chill about it. (laughs) Did not even register about this scene, and we were both just like, hi. (laughs) So, the thing we mentioned earlier that this was my last night in Toronto, what we didn't mention is that my spanking started when I needed to leave for my bus home, (laughs) and was about 15 minutes long. I'm sorry. And then we got on the subway and, like, rushed to catch my bus, and totally caught it, like, completely fine. Um, And, like, I then had an 11-hour bus ride home with these bruises. (laughs) (laughs) so that was a magical adventure yeah i'm sorry babe (laughs) that was irresponsible of us (laughs) well but it really did help and like i was also having a lot of feelings that night and like the spanking really kind of helped me work through them a lot too yeah i think like spanking is so interesting to me because um for me, it can be very much enmeshed with, like, sex and sex feelings, but it also can so easily be a platonic thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I've spanked so many people platonically, and and I don't really know what it is about spanking that makes it easy for me to separate those two things. I wonder if I was, like, more of a hardcore spanking fetishist, like someone like Jillian Keenan, who wrote this amazing book, Sex with Shakespeare, that everybody should read, um... But she's a spanking fetishist in the true ter- uh, the true sense of the word fetishist, as in, like, she only gets off when she's thinking about being spanked. Um, and I wonder if that was 
the case for me, would I be less capable of separating those two things? I don't know, because at that point, spanking would take up the place in my life that sex takes up for most people. I guess I can separate mm. sex and have sex platonically, but I don't know. It's interesting to think about. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because for me, spanking can pe- be platonic as well. Um, it's it's a different experience for me, though, from like platonic yeah, spanking totally. and non-platonic spanking. Like, I rarely get subspacey or really get into the spanking during platonic spanking. Um, mm-hmm. Except that night I did, and at birthday bruises I did. But birthday bruises was also kind of mixed in because my sir was watching, so that was like platonic spanking and not platonic exhibitionism. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's definitely... Um, it is, platonic spanking is definitely a thing, but it is slightly different for me. Mm-hmm. So that night at that party, we both got really bruisey. Um, what are your thoughts on bruises? Are they a goal for you generally when you're being spanked? Yeah, so a big thing about spanking, like I said, it's all about being able to endure something impressive and, like, mm-hmm. really see how much I can take, so... For me, getting bruised after getting spanked is like, like, badges of honor almost. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's a way for me to show people, like, look, look at this shit. Look at what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I really, really like that, and I like the residual soreness from days later, where like I can still feel it, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Uh, so that's all really, really great. And I don't, I just love the way they look. They're just so pretty. Yeah. I feel the way about bruises that I, that I feel about hickeys, mm-hmm. or that I did feel about hickeys in high school when hickeys yes. were a bigger thing, um, <clears throat> which is that they, they're like a visual reminder that somebody likes me enough to do that to me, mm-hmm. um, which is a really nice thing. Like, I'll just glance in the mirror and be like, oh, yeah, someone bruised my ass because they care about me and they wanted me to be happy. So they spanked me till my ass bruised. But I do think it's it's super important to get consent for leaving marks on somebody because, mm-hmm. like, for me, for example, even if I've previously enthusiastically consented to receiving bruises, I might have, you know, a photo shoot later in the week or some other kind of thing that I don't want to have bruises for. Um, so you you should get consent. Although I will say sometimes it's not easy to know when you're going to cross the threshold into territory of impacts that will leave bruises. I was going to call like, it bruisey town, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sometimes there's not a clear, like, welcome to bruisey town sign <laughs> put up, you know. But I think if you Population have, like, a good... me. <laughs> if you've, like, used a particular implement a bunch before, then you'll have a better sense of it. But um, generally, if you don't have consent to leave marks on someone, you might want to take it easy and err on the side of not going too hard. And really spreading out where your hits are. Because it's hitting the same yeah. areas over and over that are really going to cause the bruises. Right. And I also find I get bruises much more easily if there's not enough warm-up. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the worst spanking bruise... I'm using worst, uh, not entirely seriously, because I, I loved it, but um, 
the worst spanking bruise I ever had was from a scene that I shot with Spit, where my co-star, Dane Joe was using the Tantus Pelt silicone paddle on me, and she's not really a very experienced spanking top, but she went into it very confidently, and she hit me basically, like, on the same spot over and over again really hard, mm-hmm. which is, for me, like, the hardest type of spanking to take. Like, it's very painful and not in the way that I really like, but... It is a type of spanking where, like, once it's done, I feel so proud of myself and I do get, like, an endorphin rush afterward. But, like, during, it was hard. Like, and we were shooting, so I couldn't, like, I I could have safe-worded. I absolutely could have safe-worded. But I wanted to push through it and get to the other side of it, which Mm -hmm. I did. But then that bruise ended up sticking around for, like, I think, like, two months. Like, it took two months to, like, fully fade away. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was beautiful. But, yeah, I think that it was the no warm-up that did it. Yeah. So, I know that we have a lot of feelings about implements. Because uh, we're sex toy reviewers. We've mm-hmm. tried a whole lot of different types of things to hit people with. Um, I will say, actually, some of my favorite implements are, are things that aren't entirely meant to be implements. Like, I remember I, I briefly had a spanking buddy, as in a fuck buddy, who all we did together was spanking. And he didn't have any implements, but he was really into hitting me. And one time I was over at his place and he was hitting me with his hand and he just, it wasn't hard enough. Like I kept asking for more and he just, his hand was getting sore and he couldn't do it hard enough. So he grabbed a book and, um, I, (laughs) I was not quite subspacey. I still had the presence of mind to be like, is the book thematically relevant? (laughs) Cause I love that when the book has something to do with like, I think my ideal would to be would be to get hit with, like, a hardcover copy of Lolita. I think that mm. that would be, like, optimum for me. <laughs> You've been spanked with uh, Jillian Keenan's book, right? Right. So Jillian Keenan's book, Sex with Shakespeare, is about having a spanking fetish. And I brought my friend Georgia a hardcover copy of it. I specifically got her that copy because I knew that she would probably try to hit me with it and indeed she did and it was good (laughs) I was at a uh I was at a porn shoot once where someone was getting spanked by a bible (laughs) that's fucking awesome yeah I think I saw an Etsy on Etsy or something there was like a paddle made out of a bible like it had a handle affixed to it Excellent. Which is just the most badass thing. But here's the important question. Was the book actually thematically relevant or was it like a dungeon master's guide? Because I know this human and it might have been. (laughs) He told me that it was thematically relevant and I asked him for the title of it and it was something that I don't remember now. So I didn't know it, but he assured me that it was. So I'm going to trust him on that. Okay. But it still would have been better if it was Lolita. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe but what are your that favorite book about how to have sex in D&D, because that book exists. What? Yeah. Oh, I need that, clearly. You didn't know? Well, of all the rule books in D&D, there is one for, like, sex and relationships. I don't think it's made by Wizards on the Coast. I think it's, like, fan-made, but it follows all the same rules and everything, and it's all about... There's stuff on crea- uh, contracting STIs and everything. <laughs> It's made by Gizzards of the Coast. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) What are your favorite Um, implements, babe? (laughs) So, um, so uh, here's the issue: a lot of our implements overlap. Um, it's true. So I'm not going to talk about your favorites. I'm going to talk about the stuff I have that you don't. 
Um, like I have this, <laughs> it's called the Oxballs Stay Paddle. And it's this long thing of like aluminum, I think, but like metal, basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a silicone puck on the end that has a paw print on it. Um, I love it so much. It's so good. And it feels like I really like really thuddy impact. And like, so I actually don't talk about liking spanking as much as I talk about liking impact. Because mm-hmm. spanking for me is very, very indicative of I would like my ass hit by your open hand. Um, <laughs> or a paddle. But for me, having my ass hit with an open hand is fine and good and great, but I like to be punched. I like my upper back hit. I like my chest hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like really, really deep, impactful, thuddy sensation. Um, and that's what this paddle is. It feels like a punch to the chest, and it's so good. Um, <laughs> and then... So the other, there are two other kinds of impact toys I really like. I like, um, I do like wooden paddles, but they can tend a little stingy for me. I like ones, I like really thick wooden paddles better, especially ones that you can kind of turn on their side and hit with that broad <sighs> side and get that really, like, yes. thuddy stripe of impact. I love that. Oh, it's so good. You actually got me when you went to Rome, a fancy little cheese cutting board that... Have you tried that yet? I have just hit myself with it. I haven't actually been beat with it. But it's this teeny Mm -hmm. tiny little cutting board that is 100% designed, or that you 100% bought just for me to hit my... or get hit with. (laughs) And it's so good. Wait, I want (laughs) to... I was, like, going around Rome feeling so bad that I couldn't find a gift for you. Because, like, I I had bought gifts for other people. And I was like, Bex is my best friend. I should be able to find something for them. This is ridiculous. And I was so mad at myself. It was, like, our last couple days. I was like, I'm going to be so pissed if I can't find anything for Bex. So me and my mom, like, go into this cooking supply store. There's, like, all these fancy types of pasta, all different types of, like, Italian liqueurs. And I'm just, like, wandering around at the back, and I see these cutting boards, and I'm like, oh, hello. (laughs) I know what I'm getting back. Hello, old friends. (laughs) And then I picked, I grabbed one, and then I also grabbed a little thing of limoncello for you. And I brought it up to the front, and my mom looked at what was in my, what, sorry? I said, I know, I'm so excited. I haven't drank it yet. Oh, you have to drink it chilled. It's really delicious. I know. Um... So I brought all this stuff up to the front, and my mom looks at the cutting board and goes, oh, that's for Bex, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I have a very important question for you. Were you standing at the back of this fancy Roman uh, (laughs) cooking store, (laughs) hitting yourself with cutting boards? I did a little bit, yes. (laughs) I had to check to see if it was thuddy enough. (laughs) I adore you. I mean, I turned my back so the shopkeeper couldn't see what I was doing. But, I mean, I probably wasn't the first one to ever do that, you know? <laughs> I mean, probably not. <laughs> um, and then my final favorite toy is one that we both have um, from this uh, 
leather and coffee shop in Minneapolis called Leather and Lattes, which is just great. I feel like we've, I feel like we've definitely talked about this crop like at least three times on the show before. I like know, a lot but of it's times. So good, but it's so good. It's really um, good, and it's it's a lolly crop, so it's a crop with like a circle at the top um, uh-huh. instead of like a fold of leather. But this one, the circle is made of stone. So it's a stone crop, which is just fantastic. And one of the things I love about it is how unique of an implement it is. Like, it is, okay, so it is absolutely brutal. And you really don't have to hit that hard to feel. Like, it's just a little flick of the wrist and your bottom is like, oh my god, ow! Um, (laughs) So that's kind of cool. But, like, like, my sir was hitting me with it just, like, playfully it wasn't in a scene or whatever he was just like whacking me with it while we talked and like was hitting me and like bruised me through jeans and i was like (laughs) ow this like this this hurts stop for a second and he was like it's not that bad and hit his own leg and was like oh actually it is i'm sorry yeah (laughs) like oh yeah that thing it is very bruisey i took that i used that in a like a solo shoot um, that I shot, uh, for Taylor J. Mace, our friend. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was just planning on hitting my thighs and chest a little bit as, like, decorative warm-up for the jerking off part of the scene. Mm -hmm. Um, and it hurt so much, and I had (laughs) bruises. And, like, normally when I, when I'm hitting myself, I don't get bruises because I just never hit myself hard enough to make bruises happen but this thing like there's something about the momentum of it that just makes it extra bruisey with minimal effort Oof. yeah i i can't see i can hit myself but it's nowhere near as satisfying like it's just like okay i i did a hitty thing and now i have a bruise and it hurt and it it just hurt <laughs> like it's yeah I, Usually if I'm hitting myself, it's because, and not just testing out a toy, it's because a domly person has told me to, and yeah. has told me that they want to see pictures of a bruise, so that's usually what I'm going for. Yeah, that's usually what I do too, um, but it's just, it's just not the same. I know. Um, but anyway, uh, but yeah, so that crop, which also brings around to the handy dandy tip, if you hit someone with something, hit yourself with it first. Um, yes. Which, to be fair, he hit himself, was like, oh, man, that does really hurt. And then continued hitting me at the same amount because he wanted to hurt me that much. So, like, it wasn't an accident. I mean, you're a masochist. So I know. Fair. Like, I was there for that. Like, I was, I was 100% okay with it. Um, but I just laughed a lot at, like, seeing his moment of revelation where he's like, oh, yeah, that does hurt. Excellent. <laughs> and just... <laughs> It was, like, right back to hitting me. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I love about that crop, aside from how brutal it is and how pretty it is and how great the bruises it leaves are, is that most people have never seen a stone crop before. (laughs) So I get to, like, it's a great conversation starter. And I get to just be like, hey, I have a stone crop. And, like, (laughs) basically my stone crop brings all the sadists to the yard. (laughs) (laughs) and like from there it's very easy to just be like so coincidentally did you want to hit someone with this (laughs) (laughs) just wondering (laughs) but what are your favorite implements 
Oh, gosh. Um, so there's this company. I feel like I've talked about them a bunch before. They're on Etsy. They're based in Canada. They're called Kink Machine Works. And they make amazing, beautiful impact play toys. Um, my first thing that I got from them was this paddle made of Lexin, which is a clear material. It sort of looks like plexiglass. Um or acrylic or something like that and it's uh i really like it because it's quite thuddy for a paddle it leaves bruises pretty easily um it for me it hits a pretty good balance between pleasure and pain like it's not really super painful like some paddles can be um and then the other really cool thing is that because i was talking about this company so much all over social media um i had mentioned that i wanted one of their rubber paddles and -hmm. they offered to send me one because they're the best and they sent me a rubber paddle, and it's basically the same shape as the Lexan one I have, except it's an inch thick. Oof. An inch of rubber. Um, it's very big and heavy. It feels like hitting someone with a stake. Like, it's it's really big and thuddy. Um, and smells like a tire. It's kind of great. It's this weird, like, truck stop sensory experience. Um so I really like that. I haven't really gotten a chance to use that too much with partners. I used it on our friend Sue's um, during our threesome a little bit, but the dude who we were with was a vanilla dude, so I felt this weird, like, pressure to get through the spanking part and move on to the other things, <laughs> so I didn't really get to do very much of that. Um, you spanked I me also... a little bit in our threesome with him as well, and it was the same kind of thing where he was just like, you handed him an implement, and he just kind of leaned in and like hit me and would like go back to watching <laughs> and he'd be like how's that and i'm like you, yeah, you need to hit me harder no, okay you know what just never mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like this is the part of the threesome where i am a spectator um <laughs> oh. <laughs> but i also really like um what are called pervertibles as in like mm. regular everyday objects that you pervert into spanking items so like one of my for example cutting is- boards cutting boards yeah um i have like a couple of wooden spoons that i bought for birthday bruises which are pretty great Mm. i think though that my favorite is this uh wooden hairbrush that uh someone bought me off my amazon wish list a little while ago and it's like a pretty standard wooden hairbrush but i don't know for some reason it's just really really good i'm a fan i also really like leather belts Mm. those are a good time There's something, I don't know, something about getting hit with a hairbrush is, like, a very specific aesthetic, and I'm kind of into it. Like, I don't know. They want to hit you. Yeah, there's the age play thing, and also the, like, I want to hit you, and this is the nearest thing I could find that would cause you pain. (laughs) Like, See, for me as a femme, I love the hairbrush as spanking implement because my hair is going to get fucked up while I'm bent over getting spanked and then I can just fix it afterward with the brush. It's brilliant. <laughs> See, for me, I'm more like picturing a, like, gorgeous femme hitting me with a hairbrush. Oh, I see. She just pulls it out of her fancy leather handbag and is like, bend the fuck over right now. Exactly. <laughs> I love that yeah. you I love that you knew the handbag had to be leather. Oh, of course. I mean for both femme reasons and leather kingster reasons, obviously, yes. <laughs> so I'm curious, um, are there any implements that you have like on your wish list? Any types of things you haven't been hit with that you want to be? Oh god. Um 
So King Machine Works make a thing. I think that they call it a billiard banger. So basically, mm-hmm. it's like a long, thin piece of metal, and on one end is a grippy handle, and then on the other end is a billiard ball, like an actual like pool ball. Um, you can get them in different colors and numbers and whatever. I don't really know what those mean. I'm not a billiards head, but um, they they look like they would be really thuddy. Like, I'm trying to imagine what that would even feel like to get hit with a pool ball, and I think it would feel really cool and leave really interesting spherical bruises. Yeah. So that's probably next on my list. How about you? Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, so, I really like... Um, I really want, I've been hit with it before, but I don't own it. Um, Agreeable Agony makes something called a leather jack, mm-hmm. which is, so it looks like a bat um, <laughs> with a regular handle, but the bat part is all rolled leather. Oof. So it's like tightly rolled leather that has like a really thuddy thwack to it. And you can Mm -hmm. get ones with, like, a hard rubber inner core or ones without it, and they feel slightly different either way. But Mm -hmm. those are really, really great, and I want one. I also want to play with the idea of uh, getting spanked by someone wearing a nice pair of leather gloves. Ugh, yes. Yeah. Because that is a thing I haven't done yet, and leather though <laughs> implements in their own way can be weirdly hot um i i uh, had this dom fuck buddy one time who had quite a, a broad array of implements and he at one point took out i think like a crop a paddle and a cane and he i was lying on my stomach face down on the bed and he laid all three of these things on my back such that they were balanced perfectly mm-hmm. and and he was like which one do you want first cuz you're getting all three of them Oof. <laughs> and then i picked one and he took it off of my back and started hitting me with it but i had to stay perfectly still so that i wouldn't knock the other two off of my back while he was hitting me it, it was that's, pretty much the that's best. pretty excellent yeah he turned out to be a shithead but oh my god someday someone i actually like is gonna do that to me and it's gonna be great <laughs> isn't that always the Fuck That and Fuck Yeah is our weekly segment where we tell you something we hate and something we love. And this week I think we're talking about spanking. Um, What's your fuck that, Bex? My fuck that is something I talked about a little bit earlier, um, but kind of how hard it is to find spanking tops. And not that, like, there is a lack of spanking tops in the world, but there is an excess of people who think they're spanking tops. (laughs) and by that i mean they go yeah hitting people i can do that (laughs) it's so true there's so much nuance to it i feel like i need to have like a competency exam and ask for references (laughs) and like (laughs) please fill out this google survey before i let you come near my butt (laughs) because like there's so many people that like or i wind up talking to people it's it's always on dating sites it's always on fucking dating sites um (laughs) and they're just like 
either, um, wow, like, I've never done that before, but like, oh my god, can you teach me about that? Can you teach me about kink? Can you teach me to be like as wild and crazy as you are? And I'm just like, no, just no, I'm not, I'm not here to midwife you into your sexuality. I just want to get hit a few times. Like, and there are people that, so there's a few, there's a little bit of nuance to this because like, A, if I'm super into you and you're not into all the same kinks as me, but interested in exploring, that's a thing I can do. But most Mm -hmm. of these people I'm talking to, I'm looking to fuck like once and move on with my life. And I really don't (laughs) want to be the person who teaches them about the entirety of their sexuality. Cause that's the other thing I get a lot where it's like, wow, you know, I've, I've always been kind of into that, but like, (laughs) and it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be like, help you unpack all of your new sexuality (laughs) and what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's also like, I want to mention that there is a difference between teaching someone how to spank and teaching someone how to spank me. Because even the most experienced spanking tops are going to be like, right, but what are your kinks? How do your kinks align? And that's Mm -hmm. great. I am 100% here for having a conversation with someone who is, I don't know a not dickish way to say this, a conversation with someone who is on my level. Um... (laughs) That, like, yes, monarch has maybe, has maybe read a book, um, has explored their own sexuality on their own and figured their shit out, um, mm-hmm. and can have an educated conversation about kink without being like, oh my god, this is so taboo. Like, <laughs> this is like some Fifty Shades of Grey shit right here. Because I'm just, I'm not here for that. Um, Mm -hmm. but I absolutely love talking to, like, experienced kinksters or, you know, spanking tops or whatever and having, like, a conversation where I have to be like, so I really like thuddy impact and not having to sit down and go, and what that means is, (laughs) because my job is a sex educator and a kink educator, I don't want to have to do that, like, a lot of times, I don't want to have to do that naked. I want yeah. to just talk to someone who doesn't need a glossary to understand my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? What's your fuck that? My fuck that is <laughs> combining spanking with sex. <laughs> <laughs> right, we touched Which on sounds... this earlier. Like, pretty much, there, there are a lot of things in my life that if you added a little bit of sex to them, it would make them a whole lot better. Um... <laughs> Spanking is not one of them for me. I actually, like, let me be clear. Sometimes I like to be spanked and then have sex afterward. I'm talking about when the two things are actually happening simultaneously. This is, like, one of the things that annoys me the most. Because um, I feel like it's it's a classic, like, vanilla person move in my experience is that we'll be, like, doing the sex things and then they'll start spanking me in the middle because they think that that's what I'm going to like. But for me, like, the the mental space and the physical bracing and just basically everything that I do for sex is really different from what I would do for being spanked. Um, because there is a different stance that you take on psychologically and physically for pain versus for pleasure. Right. So Mm -hmm. like 
I just find it really jarring to be hit in the middle of when I'm trying to like ascend toward orgasm. I, I don't know why I phrased that like that. That was the weirdest way that I've ever said that. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean, right? Like where it's like, yeah, it, pain is just like a, a completely different experience for me. I'm sure that there are tons of people who like to combine these two things. I just, I would so much rather have them separate. I'm like one of those people who like goes to a buffet and then refuses to let any of their foods touch each other. <laughs> but about sex and spank. <laughs> so I'm curious. Um, uh-huh. Because this is going to kind of, this could honestly be my fuck yeah but it's gonna be a little different um but something i really like is like while being spanked if i'm being spanked with someone with a by someone with a penis like feeling Wait, they're them... spanking you with a penis <laughs> no <laughs> if the person That's some next level shit <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know what i mean if the person spanking me happens to <laughs> yeah. also have a penis attached to their body, um, <laughs> either biologically or with a harness, hell, who knows? Um, but mm-hmm. like feeling them, if I'm bent over, feeling them lean forward and like grind against me while they whisper, whisper something filthy in my ear, or mm-hmm. something like that, or even um, run their hand over my vulva or my clit or whatever while they're hitting me. So, like, mild foreplay-ish type sexy things during spanking. Because that is my jam. Is that... Does that consider sexy... Is that, like, sexy overlap for you? So, the few times that I've had someone do that and have had it been... Had it be successful, as in, like, I enjoyed it, um, it was always, like, they would be spanking me, then they would entirely stop spanking me so that my body was sort of, like, waiting for the next thing, and then they might, like, touch my vulva. And then there might be, like, some power play element. Like, when I was um, doing this with a dommy partner who had, like, sort of an age play mm-hmm. uh, dynamic with me, he would sometimes be like, oh, little girl, you're getting so wet for me. You must really like this. Which, mm-hmm. you know, adds to the scene. Is great. Um, but the really important thing there was that he would pause the spanking while that was happening and then would also kind of give me, like, a little bit of time before going back into the spanking. So that I could separate out my body's responses to those two things. And that can be fun in a sort of, like, stop and start hot and cold kind of way where, like, you know, you can edge someone during sex. And similarly, you can edge someone psychologically by not giving them what they are expecting at that moment and giving them something different and then going back to the thing that you were doing before, you know? Yeah. So that can yeah, be that's fun. true. They have always been very slightly separate, even if they're part of the same thing. There has always been, like, a second or two of, like, switching back and forth when I've done that. But I've always really enjoyed yeah. that. So my fuck yeah is gonna be kind of about those, like, pauses in between spankings. Um, uh-huh. But it's when someone... uh just rubs their hand over where they had just hit you or like yep yeah or the paddle or whatever um but when your skin is still like hot and tingly from the impact and they will like rub or grab or squeeze your ass or whatever Mm -hmm. and just that heightened textural sensation which brings me back to wanting someone to hit me with leather gloves because also (laughs) that um 
Uh But yeah, just that like softness in between the hits is just, it's it's real important. It's real good. (laughs) My fuck yeah is the way that spanking bruises interact with my aesthetic. Mm. (laughs) Um, Like there is, there are certain days when I am dressed up exactly the way that expresses my inner soul and the way that I conceptualize my gender identity and my sexual identities. And I might be wearing like a dress and thigh high socks and a cute little cardigan and my hair and pigtails or something like that. And that to me is like, there's this really neat feeling of like, oh, my outside matches exactly how I feel on the inside. And that is a great feeling. And sometimes I find the spanking bruises really add to that. Um, and it doesn't even necessarily matter who they're from as long as, you know, obviously it was a consensual situation with someone who I liked at the time. But, like, it's just, like, it looks so pretty with my whole look. And, like, especially now that I have those tattoos on the backs mm-hmm. of my thighs, there's something really cool about, like, cute, neat little pink bows that say good girl and then, like, dark bruises right above them. That to me is, like, ooh, very hot. For me, I feel like they just add to my, like, scrappy boy aesthetic. Like. Yeah. And I that's feel so like cool I should be covered that, like... in mud and bruises. Like, that's. <laughs> Spanking bruises are not gendered, right? Like, you yeah. Can slot them into your aesthetic however works for you. I like that. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into the spanking episode of the Dildorks. I hope it'll be a hit. <laughs> <laughs> So, I am Kate Sloan. You can find my blog at girlyjuice.net. I also have a writing portfolio at katewritesaboutsex.com, and I would love if you could follow me on Twitter and Instagram so you can keep up with my ridiculous tweets and images. I quite often take pictures of Bex while we're podcasting and Instagram really them because I'm a creep. <laughs> and every time, really like, cute. I see it happening mid-talking and I'm like, I need to just keep going. Don't, like... <laughs> It's because you just look so fucking cute when you're talking and being smart. (laughs) Aww. Uh, Who are you? Where's all your stuff at? I'm Bex. You can find uh, my blog at BexTalkSex.com. You can find my Twitter and Instagram are both at BexTalkSex on Twitter, where you can follow me, and I never post on Instagram, but I occasionally post witty things on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um... So, Twitty yeah, things, you might say. Twitty things. Oh, no, no one would ever no, say that. No. I hate that instantly. <laughs> <laughs> and together, we are the Dildorks. You can find us at the Dildorks on Instagram and at the Dildorks on Twitter. And all our episodes and show notes at thedildorks.com. You can also send us any questions, comments, concerns you want to uh, tell us at thedildorks at gmail.com. I want to say thank you so much to Protodome for letting us use his song I Want You in My Bedroom as our theme song. It's on his album Chip Funk, and you can check out his music at protodome.bandcamp.com. Our art was done by Amy Gardner. She is at starboots underscore on Twitter, and you should hire her to do commissions for you because she is a wonderful artist. And they are adorable. Yes. So until next time, folks, get out there and live your sexy, dorky life. Bye. What do I usually say? What's the thing?
Welcome to the Dildorks. Right, there you go. I'm going to continue drinking tea because my voice is really scratchy still because it's the morning. Yeah. That's okay. Our listeners can just, like, feel like they're laying in bed with us Mm -hmm. and having early morning deep conversations. Mm, Talking about spanking as the sun comes up. (laughs) How do you feel about spanking? Get me some coffee while you're at it. <laughs> okay. That's, that's like, that's too close to how my actual morning pillow talk sounds. It's just like, do you ever think about the velocity of calm? Like, just <laughs> weird sex nerdy shit. Wait, sorry. I need it's to fine. pause you for a second. Yeah. What's up? My mom just brought me this. It says gift for you. And it's the same cutting board. That's the same Is one. It, though? It's the exact same Is one. It? I'm so confused. <laughs> that is the exact cutting board I was just talking about. How? <laughs> How do I have it? <laughs> I don't know. What is happening? Yeah, I know. It's I know. From that Rome store. <laughs> I love All that right. she's just well, passing anyway. notes. I'm very confused. I'll be real with you. Because um, I'm like, did I, did I apparate it back to myself? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Thank you so much for listening to the spanking episode of the Dildorks. Hope it hit you right in the feels. Um, <laughs> should I take one more try of that? A different, think, a different spanking pun? I think maybe. <laughs> So I have been Kate Sloan. You can find me have at curlyjuice.net. This whole fuck—you've <laughs> never heard someone say that. You're so fucking rude. Stop interrupting me. That shit's doing. <laughs>